Export Advisors, a podcast about international sales with your host, Matthew Garfine. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the Export Advisors podcast. You can find us at export-advisors.com. I'm Matthew Garfine, and today we're going to look at the elements of an export price sheet. You might think that a price sheet is just a price sheet, but keep in mind that your international customers require more information than your domestic customers in order to purchase your product. As I've said before, I firmly believe in a customer-centric approach to everything you do. A well-designed export price sheet should communicate more than just a list of products and prices. It should be your international customers' all-in-one reference to doing business with your company. So what are the goals of an effective export price sheet? It should be user-friendly and make it easy for customers to find the products and information they're looking for. It should include as much information as possible so that customers don't have to ask you for missing information. And the ideal price sheet also serves as an ordering template, allowing your customers to calculate and plan their purchase orders based on not only product quantities and costs, but also product volume and weight, which is important when your customer needs to quote international freight or is ordering in full container quantities. To accomplish all of the above, this means using a spreadsheet format such as Excel, with multiple worksheets containing all the information your customer needs within one document. So here's my recipe for the perfect export price sheet. The first worksheet contains the master export price list. This is where you will list your products, their key features, their internal part numbers, their UPC or EAN codes, the unit of measure by which they are sold, and of course their costs. You will have one column of the worksheet for each of these data points with a column label at the top. As for UPC and EAN codes, these are the two common product code formats used around the world, and every product is assigned a unique identifying code. UPC codes are used only in the US and Canada, while EAN codes are used everywhere else globally. An unit of measure simply means how many units does the cost correspond to? Is the cost per unit per pair? per carton, per length, per volume, etc. If your product line consists of multiple categories, organize your price list accordingly, starting with the most important category first. Within each category, list your product range in descending order from premium to basic. I recommend you always list premium products first, so that customers think about your best products first. As an example, the first section of the price sheet is Product Category A, And within this category, you first list the the top-of-the-line product, then list the rest of the products in the category in descending order based on cost. The next section of the price sheet is category B, and you list the products within this category again in descending order based on cost, and so on. Here's a tip to make your price sheet more user-friendly. Use the Freeze Panes feature in the cell just below the column headers and just to the right of the product name. This allows your customer to easily scroll up and down, left and right, while always seeing the column header and the product name. So that's the first worksheet in your Excel file. The second worksheet can be the ordering tool. This worksheet lists all the products and their costs in the same order as the first worksheet, but without the product descriptions and other information. Instead, you will include columns called product weight and product volume. The product volume listed should correspond to each product as it ships. This is an important detail, because if a product ships only in master packs of 12 units, then the weight and volume information you need to list corresponds to the master pack, not the individual product. 
Remember, your customer may need to use the volume information to calculate how many units will fit in a shipping container. On the subject of weight and volume, at the risk of offending our listeners from the USA, please don't use imperial measurements. Outside the USA, nobody cares about imperial measurements, and it just causes extra work when customers have to convert these into metric. An export price sheet should use metric measurements only. On the ordering tool worksheet, there should be a column called Order Quantity, where the customer enters the quantity he plans to order of each product. There should be columns called Order Subtotal, Order Volume, and Order Weight, each of which has a formula that links the number entered in the Order Quantity column to the product's price, volume, and weight. This gives your customer an immediate calculation of the total cost, volume, and weight of his order for this particular product. Finally, at the bottom of the Ordering Tool Worksheet, there should be a summary formula to provide the total cost, weight, and volume of the order. Based on these figures, the customer can make adjustments to the order until it reaches a desired cost, weight, or volume. Keep in mind that for most customers, the ordering tool is just a resource for planning orders. Most customers will generate official purchase orders using their in-house software platform, and that's the document they will submit when placing an order. And that's the second worksheet, the ordering tool worksheet. The third worksheet in your export price sheet should explain your company's warranty and service policy for the products. Make this information readily available for easy reference so that your customers always have a clear explanation of your company's policies. You also may opt to include a form for the customer to request parts. Stating your warranty policy upfront and clearly serves to generate confidence in your company and brand. The fourth worksheet in your export price sheet should contain your company's complete address and payment information. This means your company's international bank transfer instructions, including the SWIFT code, routing number, and account number. Again, save your customer time by making all this necessary information readily available in one place. The fifth worksheet in your export price sheet can be a credit card authorization form, assuming your company accepts credit card payments. For security reasons, most people are not comfortable sending credit card information by email, so it's best to provide a form that the customer can complete, print, scan, and attach to an email instead. So there you have it, my recipe for the perfect export price sheet. Of course, the details will vary depending upon the type of products you sell, but the important point is that an export price sheet can and should be more than a simple list of products and costs. Use it as a selling tool. The easier it is for your customers to plan their orders, the more orders they will plan. If you have enjoyed this content, please subscribe and give us positive feedback on the podcast platform that you use. We welcome your comments at export-advisors.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.